The bishops of Ukraine have just asked the Pope for the consecration of Russia, and this is huge news. In fact, it's the most important news that we've seen in decades. The reason this is so significant is because mankind was given a heavenly warning in 1917 that only by the consecration of Russia would we get to world peace. Russia was to be consecrated to the Immaculate Heart, and it wasn't done, and it wasn't done, and it wasn't done. And that was asked for first in 1917, Our Lady came back in 1929 to say, okay, now do it. Didn't get done. Didn't get done for decades and decades and decades. Sister Lucy, one of the three seers of Fatima, one of the three children of Fatima, who still lived on long beyond Francesco and Jacinta, who both passed away while they were children, Sister Lucia warned that Russia would be the instrument of punishment for the world if this did not happen. And today, the Russian minister, of, the Russian foreign minister, warned that World War III would be nuclear and destructive. This is the John Henry Weston Show. Stay tuned. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is a lot to cover here, but I'm going to just try and condense it as much as possible. So first off, I wanted to read to you the letter from the bishops of Ukraine to Pope Francis. They say, and I quote, In these hours of immeasurable pain and terrible ordeal for our people, we, the bishops of the Episcopal Conference of Ukraine, are spokesmen for the unceasing and heartfelt prayer supported by our priests and consecrated persons, which comes to us from all Christian people, to dedicate our motherland and Russia. So this is them asking for the consecration of Russia. In fact, they go on, they say, Responding to this prayer, we humbly ask your holiness to publicly perform the act of consecration to the sacred immaculate heart of Mary of Ukraine and Russia as requested by the Blessed Virgin in Fatima. So this is their message to the Pope asking, historically asking, for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. This message of Our Ladies, let's start with that because it's actually key to understanding what we're talking about if we actually read the message. This is the message Our Lady gave to the three children at Fatima. This is the actual message. If you go, in fact, take a look. This is the Vatican webpage where it lists the actual words of Our Lady as recorded by Sister Lucy. Here are the words. You have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. Now remember, that first line comes after they saw the vision of hell. Hell was opened up for the three children of Fatima and they were able to see hell and many, many souls in hell. So Our Lady starts with, you have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. She then continues, she says, to save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my Immaculate Heart. If what I say to you is done, she says, many souls will be saved and there will be peace. The war is going to end. Now remember, this is 1917, so we're talking about the First World War. The war is going to end, she says, but 
If people do not cease offending God, a worse one will break out during the pontificate of Pius XI. Now, interestingly there, there was no Pius XI at the time, so she's predicting the future, in fact, also the future name of the Pope. She continued, When you see a knight illumined by an unknown light, know that there is the great sign given you by God that he is about to punish the world for its crimes by means of war, famine, and persecution of the, uh, of the Church and the Holy Father. Now, that happened, by the way. There was a huge display of Northern Lights right before the Second World War. So, she continues then. Now listen to this, because this is the importance for our time. I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. She says, if my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted and there will be peace. If not, she will spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions of the Church. The good will be martyred, the Holy Father will have much to suffer, various nations will be annihilated. In the end, she says, in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph, the Holy Father will consecrate Russia to me, and she shall be converted, and a period of peace shall be granted to the world." End quote. She said, various nations will be annihilated. So Our Lady is warning that various nations will be annihilated, which we have not seen yet. This part of the Third Secret has not yet happened, but it threatens to be happening in our own times right now. As I said at the outset, Foreign Minister Lavrov, who is the Foreign Minister of Russia, just spoke about the possibility of world war erupting and said it would be nuclear and destructive. On December 26, 1957, Father Augustine Fuentes interviewed Sister Lucy at her convent in Coimbra, Portugal. And later, with an imprimatur and the approbation or permission of the Bishop of Fatima, Father Fuentes published the revelations concerning the Third Secret revealed to him by Sister Lucy during that interview. He recalls that Sister Lucy said, and I quote, Tell them, Father, that many times the Most Holy Virgin told my cousins, Francisco and Jacinta, as well as myself, that many nations will disappear from the face of the earth. Now, she said that Russia will be the instrument of chastisement chosen by heaven to punish the whole world if they do not beforehand obtain the conversion of that poor nation." End quote. Think about what Our Lady is saying there. In, this is 1957 warning us that Russia will be used as the instrument of punishment for the whole world if they don't attain the conversion of that poor nation. So, in February of 2002, there was a, uh, an intelligence sort of journal put out by Donald McIlvaney. And he runs that journal, I think, still to this day. But he had a very interesting report in February 2002. He was told, he said, by one of the chief defectors, highest ranking defectors from Russia. He was told of a, and I quote, a plan for a joint military campaign against America waged by Russia and China. Regarding the existence of a joint Russian-Chinese military plan, 
and this is again from McIlvaney's report, the Russian general staff was still committed to fighting and winning a future nuclear war against America. The nuclear war plan is still on, they told him, but there would be some changes. No longer would Russian troops be responsible for a follow-up invasion of the lower 48 states, that's the U.S. mainland, Russian forces would be responsible for occupying Alaska and parts of Canada. The Chinese would be given responsibility for occupying the lower 48. End quote. So, naturally, it is frightening to think of these things in our current circumstances in the world with the threats of actual nuclear war happening with Russia. But today, Catholics around the world can take up their spiritual weapons. It's Ash Wednesday. More people are now fasting and praying than at any other time. And remember, our Lord said that some spirits can only be cast out by prayer and fasting. We're all doing that now. There's no better time for it now. But also, the solution at Fatima, the solution for world peace, is the conversion of Russia. And the means of getting there was set out by Our Lady. Let me quote again from Our Lady's message. To prevent this, she said, I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the Communion of Reparation on the first Saturdays. And that part, the Communion of Reparation on the first Saturdays, that's our part. The consecration of Russia by the Pope with all the world's bishops, well, we can only ask for that to happen, we can hope for it, we can pray for it. March 5th is the first Saturday of the month, so we can start right now. What is it? It's really simple. It involves Mass, Confession, Communion, and five-decade rosary on the first Saturday of the month, as well as a 15 minutes of meditation on the mysteries of the Holy Rosary, the 15 traditional mysteries. And so this confession, by the way, can be done within seven days on either side, so heaven's very generous that way, but the rest is real easy. Mass, confession, communion, obviously always in the state of grace, and the rosary and meditation on those 15 decades of the rosary. Now, if you're wondering, some people have a hard time with the meditation bit. I did a video on that meditation, a 15-minute video, meditating on the 15 decades of the Holy Rosary. So please go check that out. And finally, let me address one controversy which surrounds the consecration, namely that some contest that this consecration of Russia has already been done in 1984 by John Paul II. Well, first of all, we know that Pope John Paul II wanted desperately to do exactly as Our Lady asked us to do, and that was to mention Russia, but he was forbidden to do so by his entourage who warned him of grave geopolitical consequences were he to single out Russia. So he consecrated the world in 1984, not Russia specifically, as Our Lady had requested. In fact, the promise of Our Lady uh, saying that Russia's conversion there would be a period of peace in the world resulting from that consecration, has obviously not happened. If anybody believes that there's been peace in the world since 84, you must believe that Our Lady somehow did not include peace in the womb, where millions and millions and millions of innocent children have been murdered since 1984. Now surely, that's not heaven's kind of peace. So, at the centenary of Fatima in 2017, Cardinal Raymond Burke, speaking at the Rome Life Forum, which was founded by LifeSite News, by the way, called faithful to ask the Pope to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart in the manner Our Lady explicitly asked for. Let us consecrate ourselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary 
and work for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Certainly, Pope St. John Paul II consecrated the world, including Russia, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary on March 25, 1984. But today, once again, we hear the call of Our Lady of Fatima to consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart in accord with her explicit instruction. And that is to mention Russia specifically. Bishop Athanasius Schneider, whom we all know and love, enthusiastically supported this call for the consecration of Russia. And now they are joined by all the bishops of Ukraine who have just, by the way, amidst great suffering for their people, have just asked for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So let's do our part. Let's ask the Pope ourselves to consecrate Russia. In fact, there's a petition at LifeSite asking the Pope for that very thing. Let's also make the first Saturday devotion on the first Saturday of every month, starting this Saturday, March 1st, 5th. And, uh, you know, it's time. It's already very late. Our Lady foretold that the consecration would happen. She actually said it would happen late. But here are her exact words in the message. She said, in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph. The Holy Father will consecrate Russia to me, and she shall be converted, and a period of peace will be granted to the world. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston, and may God bless you. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to LifeSiteNews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe, and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parler, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.